Welcome to the I Can't Sleep podcast, where I read random articles to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. I'm your host, Benjamin Boster. This is an unconventional format from most podcasts. There are two main reasons to listen. One, to help you fall asleep quickly so you can get plenty of rest. Two, since you probably won't make it through an episode before dozing off, it's perfectly fine to listen to them multiple times. To be safe, listen to this podcast when trying to fall asleep fast, rather than on your commute to work. Now on to today's episode. Star. A star is an astronomical object consisting of a luminous spheroid of plasma held together by its own gravity. The nearest star to Earth is the Sun. Many other stars are visible to the naked eye from Earth during the night, appearing as a multitude of fixed luminous points in the sky due to their immense distance from Earth. Historically, the most prominent stars were grouped into constellations and asterisms, the brightest of which gained proper names. Astronomers have assembled star catalogs that identify the known stars and provide standardized stellar designations. However, most of the estimated 300 sextillion stars in the universe are invisible to the naked eye from Earth, including all stars outside our galaxy, the Milky Way. For at least a portion of its life, a star shines due to thermonuclear fusion of hydrogen into helium in its core releasing energy that traverses the star's interior and then radiates into outer space. Almost all naturally occurring elements heavier than helium are created by stellar nucleosynthesis during the star's lifetime. And for some stars, by supernova nucleosynthesis, when it explodes. Near the end of its life, a star can also contain degenerate matter. Astronomers can determine the mass, age, metallicity, chemical composition, and many other properties of a star by observing its motion through space, its luminosity, and spectrum respectively. The total mass of a star is the main factor that determines its evolution and eventual fate. Other characteristics of a star, including diameter and temperature, change over its life, while the star's environment affects its rotation and movement. A plot of the temperature of many stars against their luminosities produces a plot known as a Hertzsprung-Russell diagram, HR diagram. 
Plotting a particular star on that diagram allows the age and evolutionary stage of that star to be determined. A star's life begins with the gravitational collapse of a gaseous nebula of material composed primarily of hydrogen, along with helium, and trace amounts of heavier elements. When the stellar core is sufficiently dense, hydrogen becomes steadily converted into helium through nuclear fusion, releasing energy in the process. The remainder of the star's interior carries energy away from the core through a combination of radiative and convective heat transfer processes. The star's internal pressure prevents it from collapsing further under its own gravity. A star with mass greater than 0.4 times the sun's will expand to become a red giant when the hydrogen fuel in its core is exhausted. In some cases, it will fuse heavier elements at the core or in shells around the core. As the star expands, it throws a part of its mass, enriched with those heavier elements, into the interstellar environment to be recycled later as new stars. Meanwhile, the core becomes a stellar remnant, a white dwarf, a neutron star, or, if it is sufficiently massive, a black hole. Binary and multi-star systems consist of two or more stars that are gravitationally bound and generally move around each other in stable orbits. When two such stars have a relatively close orbit, their gravitational interaction can have a significant impact on their evolution. Stars can form part of a much larger gravitationally bound structure, such as a star cluster or a galaxy. Observation History Historically, stars have been important to civilizations throughout the world. They have been part of religious practices and used for celestial navigation and orientation. Many ancient astronomers believed that stars were permanently affixed to a heavenly sphere and that they were immutable. By convention, astronomers grouped stars into constellations and used them to track the motions of the planets and the inferred position of the sun. The motion of the sun against the background stars and the horizon was used to create calendars, 
which could be used to regulate agricultural practices. The Gregorian calendar, currently used nearly everywhere in the world, is a solar calendar based on the angle of the Earth's rotational axis relative to its local star, the Sun. The oldest accurately dated star chart was the result of ancient Egyptian astronomy in 1534 BC. The earliest known star catalogs were compiled by the ancient Babylonian astronomers of Mesopotamia in the late 2nd millennium BC, during the Cassite period circa 1531 to 1155 B.C. The first star catalog in Greek astronomy was created by Aristilus in approximately 300 B.C. with the help of Timocharis. The star catalog of Hipparchus, 2nd century B.C., included 1,020 stars, and was used to assemble Ptolemy's star catalog. Hipparchus is known for the discovery of the first recorded nova, new star. Many of the constellations and star names in use today derive from Greek astronomy. In spite of the apparent immutability of the heavens, Chinese astronomers were aware that new stars could appear. In 185 AD, they were the first to observe and write about a supernova, now known as the SN185. The brightest stellar event in recorded history was the SN1006 supernova, which was observed in 1006 and written about by the Egyptian astronomer Ali ibn Ridwan and several Chinese astronomers. The SN1054 supernova, which gave birth to the Crab Nebula, was also observed by Chinese and Islamic astronomers. Medieval Islamic astronomers gave Arabic names to many stars that are still used today, and they invented numerous astronomical instruments that could compute the position of the stars. They built the first large observatory research institutes, mainly for the purpose of producing Zij star catalogs. Among these, the Book of Fixed Stars, 964, was written by the Persian astronomer Abd al-Rahman al-Sufi, who observed a number of stars, star clusters, including the Omicron Volurum and Brachy's clusters, and galaxies, including the Andromeda Galaxy. According to A. Zahur, in the 11th century, 
the Persian polymath scholar Abu Rayyan Biruni described the Milky Way galaxy as a multitude of fragments having the properties of nebulous stars, and also gave the latitudes of various stars during a lunar eclipse in 1019. According to Joseph Puig, the Andalusian astronomer Ibn Bajah proposed that the Milky Way was made up of many stars that almost touched one another and appeared to be a continuous image due to the effect of refraction from sublunary material. Citing his observation of the conjunction of Jupiter and Mars on 500 A.H. 1106-1107 A.D. as evidence. Early European astronomers such as Tycho Brahe identified new stars in the night sky, later termed novae suggesting that the heavens were not immutable. In 1584, Giordano Bruno suggested that the stars were like the sun and may have other planets, possibly even Earth-like, in orbit around them. An idea that had been suggested earlier by the ancient Greek philosophers Democritus and Epicurus and by medieval Islamic cosmologists such as Fakr al-Din al-Razi. By the following century, the idea of the stars being the same as the sun was reaching a consensus among astronomers. To explain why these stars exerted no net gravitational pull on the solar system, Isaac Newton suggested that the stars were equally distributed in every direction, an idea prompted by the theologian Richard Bentley. The Italian astronomer Gemignano Montanari recorded observing variations in luminosity of the star Algol in 1667. Edmund Halley published the first measurements of the proper motion of a pair of nearby fixed stars, demonstrating that they had changed positions since the time of the ancient Greek astronomers Ptolemy and Hipparchus. William Herschel was the first astronomy to attempt to determine the distribution of stars in the sky. During the 1780s, he established a series of gauges in 600 directions and counted the stars observed along each line of sight. From this, he deduced that the number of stars steadily increased toward one side of the sky in the direction of the Milky Way core. His son, John Herschel, repeated this study in the southern hemisphere and found a corresponding increase in the same direction. In addition to his other accomplishments, William Herschel is 
also noted for his discovery that some stars do not merely lie along the same line of sight, but are also physical companions that form binary star systems. The science of stellar spectroscopy was pioneered by Joseph von Fraunhofer and Angelo Secchi. By comparing the spectra of stars, such as Sirius, to the Sun, they found differences in the strength and number of their absorption lines, the dark lines in stellar spectra caused by the atmosphere's absorption of specific frequencies. In 1865, Secchi began classifying stars in spectral types. However, the modern version of the stellar classification scheme was developed by Annie J. Cannon during the 1900s. The first direct measurement of the distance of a star, 61 Cygni, at 11.4 light-years, was made in 1838 by Friedrich Bessel, using the parallax technique. Parallax measurements demonstrated the vast separation of the stars in the heavens. Observation of double stars gained increasing importance during the 19th century. In 1834, Frederick Bessel observed changes in the proper motion of the star Sirius and inferred a hidden companion. Edward Pickering discovered the first spectroscopic binary in 1899 when he observed the periodic splitting of the spectral lines of the star Miser in a 104-day period. Detailed observations of many binary star systems were collected by astronomers, such as Friedrich Georg Wilhelm von Struve and S.W. Burnham, allowing the masses of stars to be determined from the computation of orbital elements. The first solution to the problem of deriving an orbit of binary stars from telescope observations, was made by Felix Savary in 1827. The 20th century saw increasingly rapid advances in the scientific study of stars. The photograph became a valuable astronomical tool. Carl Schwarzschild discovered that the color of a star, and hence its temperature, could be determined by comparing the visual magnitude against the photographic magnitude. The development of the photoelectric photometer allowed precise measurements of magnitude at multiple wavelength intervals. In 1921, Albert A. Mickelson made the first measurements of a stellar diameter using an interferometer on the Hooker telescope at Mount Wilson Observatory. Important theoretical work on the physical structure of stars occurred during the first decades of the 20th century. In 1913, the Hertzsprung-Russell diagram was developed, 
propelling the astrophysical study of stars. Successful models were developed to explain the interiors of stars and stellar evolution. Cecilia Payne Gapakshkin first proposed that stars were made primarily of hydrogen and helium in her 1925 PhD thesis. The spectra of stars were further understood through advances in quantum physics. This allowed the chemical composition of the stellar atmosphere to be determined. With the exception of supernovae, individual stars have primarily been observed in the local group, and especially in the visible part of the Milky Way, as demonstrated by the detailed star catalogs available for our galaxy. But some stars have been observed in the M100 galaxy of the Virgo cluster, about 100 million light-years from the Earth. In the local supercluster, it is possible to see star clusters, and current telescopes could, in principle, observe faint individual stars in the local group. However, Outside the local supercluster of galaxies, neither individual stars nor clusters of stars have been observed. The only exception is a faint image of a large star cluster containing hundreds of thousands of stars located at a distance of one billion light-years, ten times further than most distant star cluster previously observed. In February 2018, astronomers reported for the first time a signal of the reionization epoch, an indirect detection of light from the earliest stars formed, about 180 million years after the Big Bang. In April 2018, astronomers reported the detection of the most distant ordinary, i.e. main sequence, star named Icarus, formerly MACS J1149 Lensen Star 1, at 9 billion light-years away from Earth. In May 2018, astronomers reported the detection of the most distinct oxygen ever detected in the universe, and the most distant galaxy ever observed by Atacama Large Military Array, or the Very Large Telescope, with the team inferring that the signal was emitted 13.3 billion years ago, or 500 years after the Big Bang. They found that the observed brightness of the galaxy is well explained by a model where the onset of star formation corresponds to only 250 million years after the universe began corresponding to a redshift of about 15. For more information on this topic, go to wikipedia.org.